about creative decisions from, and it's always against what you as an artist does and what fans don't get. Because keep in mind, dog, once you do anything different, because this, this is what I don't like about fans. Once they get like who just are stuck in only liking a specific formula that you consistently do. On my song tonight, right? I produced this shit. I could have easily could have just kept, you know, the pianos and shit. I wanted to keep just the bass, just the, you know, you know how when you have a song and the hook has everything in it, I, and you know when you do your verse, it's supposed to fucking like have less, no less instrumentals. This is why I hate about my ear for beats or my ear for samples. Because motherfuckers would love to fuck out the hook, right? Like, oh my god, <laughs> and then the verse comes in to kind of ease. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about ease the tension. I don't know how you rap coaches, y'all keep saying fans like that shit. It seems like some fans don't even know what the fuck that is. Because once they're like, oh yeah, shit fire, yeah. But then when the verse comes in, right? First of all, I'm trying to do a different fucking goddamn flow. And, this, and keep this in mind too because niggas don't want you to split up your fucking flow I was like on that on the song I have, I have a after verse right here it's on my phone I'll give you an example of what I say what I said I said on the song tonight roll that shit pass that shit spark it up only Mary Jane not the other stuff that some person's comparing to Kendrick Lamar I guess because the flow's so awkward and crazy see what I'm saying I hate when fans always want artists to do something. This is what I'm talking about. This is the prime example of what I'm talking about. Y'all keep on wanting artists to step out the comfort zone and shock us, but when we do something left, it's like, hold up. I don't know how to take this. Even with this song, I could have easily could have just did something lazy and just kept on fucking repeating the, like, this song, this song on some 1980s and hook, it goes, uh... Let's get less part tonight. And then I could have easily could have fucking just looped the fuck out that shit. Just like I did with the song um Black Spike Spiegel. But I didn't. Because I didn't want that to, you know, be annoying. So I just, you know, dropped the bass. I could have added the pianos, but I did I could I like the piano part, I wanted that to be special. Like, you're not going to, I guess, because, but the piano sounds perfect. Oh, my God. Whatever. That was a crazy decision. I could have easily could have fucking just kept the piano in for the whole verse, but I didn't. I took it out and only had it for, like, the last part. Like, but the beat, though, the beat is here. So, what the fuck you want me to do? I'm on beat. What the fuck are we talking about? But the flow was awkward and weird. Which proves my point again. How these motherfuckers want you to be so perfectly on beat. So perfect with everything. I'm just keeping it real. When it comes up to creative decisions, notice how the fans always want you. How fans and uh, fans want you to only stay on one sign. They don't want you to do nothing different. They don't want you to experiment with different flows, different beats. It has got to be here. I put up a fucking goddamn boom bappy rap beat. And I'm perfectly on fucking beat. You still call that shit awkward. Hey, your ears, I don't know what to tell you. 
Like, seriously, I can't stand when the fans always tell artists to be you, be you, be unique, da 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 But then when you make these decisions with your music, your music, your music, because they're so used to hearing you doing the same shit. Like, it's weird to me how fans are weird. At one point, you hate when artists do the same shit because it's fucking boring and monogamous. Then... When we try to do something different, you hate it. It's a problem. We're not used to this. We're not used to you doing this. We're not used to you rapping like this. Like, it's cool, but we're not used to you doing this. It got to be perfect. And you be wondering why artists don't put out music. You wonder why I rarely upload music on fucking goddamn Spotify. I used to just die. Like, back in the... I'll say this. At least back in 2018 to 20, I would just drop, like, four or five or six projects in one year. I barely do that shit now. Thanks to me, some of these songs to independent radio stations and review shows and all that, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why I do that. But, you know... But you need to be heard. People pulling that little battery in my fucking back. Be heard, Mike. You're fire. You're this. You're that. Now that these niggas do it. And it was cool. You picked the right person to send your music to. Most of these fucking music review shows will not fuck with my shit. They'll clown it. Trash. Lame. And always want you to fucking follow whatever else is fucking doing. That's why I only send it to only one or two people. That's DJ Show and Dorky. I don't send it to nobody else. Especially a motherfucker on TikTok. Because them kids are so industry-minded, they're not open to nothing unique. Oh, I'm really planting but underground rap. I mean, shit. Most of this underground shit is like mainstream shit. Like, look up any video that says underground rap versus mainstream rap. You can't tell the fucking difference. You can't. Because they all fucking sound the same. Hell, you got these fucking AR fans wanting underground rappers to make mainstream shit. Back in the days, it was so easy to to, 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 to understand. It was so easy to differentiate between an underground rap song and a mainstream rap song. Underground rap songs are more traditional to what hip hop used to be or being experimental. Pop shit has a fucking goddamn formula to it. And once you break that fucking formula, because since independent radio stations also are pop, you know what I'm saying? Because don't act like these independent radio stations don't fucking have mainstream rappers and they're sending our mainstream rappers sending shit to them too, because they do. They do. And anytime when an artist have a fucking, like they do, and they always want you to compete with these niggas. They want, it's like they want both. We want you to be underground, but be accessible to everybody. So once you, you would think it's like tonight is, but it's not because you know why? Because there are certain things that's in there that's weird that we're not used to with you. See what I'm saying? Fans are weird because you, like, like I told you, it's weird, nigga. It's very fucking weird because when you fucking consistent with the same sound, most people will call that shit trash. You're not growing. This is why I say, don't blame the artist. Blame the fucking fans that get attacked to the artists making the same shit. Then we do something different. It's, whoa. Like the beast fire, but whoa. Why'd you take that? Why'd you do that? Why'd you take that out? These are creative decisions that we choose. But these fools are so used 
to the same old fucking bullshit that anything that is that is completely left from that they like man you gotta go back and redo this and I hate when they say that cause I'm not gonna go back and redo something that I already had in my mind of what the fuck I wanted to do why would I go back and, and go against my own fucking creative decision to appease you and they do this shit I ain't when Dorky does. It's like, nigga, that was intentional. And then, then they argue up and down like what you just said. And I really hate when you say, yo, I mixed like I mixed that way intentionally. I did that on purpose. They act like you bullshit and they give you this whole spill about, oh, but this is but you're a great artist. All on your dick. You're a great artist. I believe you can compete with the industry. I don't see that. Why do you see that? I don't see that. How I look, I sit there, I observe how fans think online, because mostly online, that's the new streets. I observed that shit. And what I observed is that nine out of fucking ten times, your motherfuckers just want the same shit you're fucking used to. I just sit back and observe that shit. I'm like, no. It's not what you want. Y'all keep talking about how much we want unique shit. No, the fuck you don't. Every time an artist steps out their comfort zone, change the fucking, change the fucking, change the fucking, um, the song structure. You know what I'm saying? All that. Once they fucking do anything like that, y'all have an issue with it because I'm not used to it. So since I'm not used to it, that's a problem. And that's a problem to me. And I need you to take the formula back to a to something that I'm used to. So again, you can't be telling artists, hey man, you know, step out your comfort zone. Take risk. You can't take risk as a fucking listener. You don't take risk. You don't take risk to nothing different. So so then like seriously. So then I go back, I record this typical boom bappy lyrical spiritual fucking rap song. I send that shit. It's like, oh my god, this shit's what I'm talking about. It's real rap. But if I do anything outside of that, or a typical smoke, let's smoke weed type of song, or add anything different to anything I've already been doing, it's a problem. I'm not used to that. And I and keep in mind, I don't mind it. I just find it, I mean, it's annoying. Even with the homie, um, Moisturized Kevin, that's his rap name. Uh, he, I can, I know what he's doing. I under, I get what he's doing. I understand what he's doing. But to most of these casual A&R fans, to what he's doing is trash. What he's doing, we ain't got to hear with this one, brother. That kind of bullshit. So when I fucking see him do shit like that, so when I see him, you know, make songs, and I see him, you know, making music, and I see him like doing songs and uh like doing songs, and I see him um putting out his shit, I know what he's doing. I know the sound that he's going for. Why? Because I've heard that sound. I'm familiar with it. 
these casual fans are on the fence fans who, oh, I know who Makami is, but I like that pop shit. Okay, if you know who Makami is, you know how his sound is. You know this is what this man is emulating. Why would you sit here, tell this man to do a industry sounding sound or change his fucking rap name just to fucking appeal to a bunch of motherfuckers that probably ain't gonna fucking like his ass. Because more to it than just, you know, that. Y'all go off of looks. Y'all go off of all of these things that have nothing to fucking do with rap. You know what I'm saying? And that shit right there is just, just bonkers to me. really is. And you be wondering why artists be too afraid to take risks because y'all confusing. One point you tell the fucking artist to step out their comfort zone, do something different. They drop something different. Y'all sit there, call the shit trash. Can you openly say, oh, because it's unique, don't mean that it's not trash. Okay. By the same time, don't try to be, don't, don't, but at the same time, we don't want copycats. You don't want copycats, but you don't want shit. Okay. That's confusing as fuck. That's confusing as hell. But that's why we gotta stop looking at, like, it's like, a, it's like, it's like this, man. Rap is art, my nigga. It's art. It's not something that you get from Wendy's. Okay? It's not Wendy's. It's not something, it's not. Like, it's not, we're not vending, like, that's why I agree with Russ. We're not vending machines. We're artists. We're not, so, like, even, um, the great, uh, what is his name? David Bowie said, like, your best art is not the art that you make for people. It's the art that you make for yourself. I think fans just don't listen when artists say that shit or it goes over their heads, but let me dumb it down for you. Our best art is when it's more for us. When we're not trying to appease you. We're not trying to, because remember, we was making this art before we got fans. You think I had fans when I was rapping on the stoop? No. You think I had fans when I was freestyling and like freestyling with the homies? No, I didn't. Didn't have that. I didn't have nobody around like that. I did not. Did not have fans back then. When I was rapping with the homies, it was just me and the homies. There was nobody looking at me like, yo, I'm a fan of yours until the internet. You know what I'm saying? Before the internet, I would just before the internet, I was recording songs on cassette tapes. You know what I mean? On cassette tapes. Once the internet came in, it was a rap. Just saying, man. Just saying. So when you have people trying to tell you how to make your music, 
they come off looking weird. It's like, first of all, who the fuck are you? That's why artists get so offended. Like, nigga, like, who are you to tell me how to make my music, bro? And say, well, we're the consumers. It's like you were slave at this point. Sad, but it's like you're a slave at this fucking point because like niggas are trying to tell you how to make your art. And mind you, they was never there at first. You know what I'm saying? You don't care if you come up, nor they care about you when you only come up. They half the time because the niggas they don't hear don't want to hear you until after you blow up. Because Kendrick, you think you care about Kendrick before he blew up? No. Soon as we blow up, yo, he's a fire, yo, we fuck with you, yo, 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 he's the man, yo. But what, you know what I'm saying? Now we got this role, we got you making good singles and shit like that, right? Right? But once we go back to making music for us, that's what Kendrick did, to test the waters. Then it becomes a problem, because then now we're so fucking controlled by the obligation of being on top. And having first week sales and numbers, that that shit don't mean any fucking thing, and then we forget why we fucking make music. You not know once you forget why you make music, that's why niggas always quit, they forget. The reason why they make music, it's not for y'all, it's for therapy, and it's cool. And like, oh, you get it, you don't get it. If you get it, then you would understand why could you make that out. But I'm done. Kendrick's album. Any artist, you can tell when a reviewer, you know, reviews, you can tell when an artist is making music for themselves because they're not worrying about numbers you're not worrying about replay value they're not worrying about all these artificial and insignificant things that people care about when they want to hear an artist make music right they don't care about that all they care about is this is how i'm feeling this is what i'm going to talk about niggas gonna fuck with it they're not and that what makes an artist great Right? Isn't that what pushing boundaries doing? Because you're constantly caring about what fans are, these expectations that are not real, by the way, about what the expectations of what an artist or, or anyone does. Are you really being your real authentic self? And it's gotten so bad that that motherfuckers are so used to the to you being artificial that they think that the artificial you is the authentic you. Have you ever seen somebody just like be they true self in a rap song and a rap album like me i like anime and manga right when it's the last time like my reference anime and manga mind you who's already assuming what my persona is now when i make little weed 420 songs that's a persona i don't smoke weed but when i boom bappy shit oh that's your traditional that's traditional shit once i if I'm talking about making songs like a song that reminds me of Mystery Machine. I made a whole song talking about smoking weed with Scooby Doo. That is me and my truest fucking form. 
Once I make songs like that, once I'm on in that bag, that's my or make songs referencing a bunch of anime. Talk about what I like. That's me in my natural bag. Motherfuckers will never understand it. They so used to the boom battery shit, of course. The uh the other shit that if I'm in another bag that is not that, that guess what? We don't like it. And trust me, reviewers do it too. They will review an artist and you can tell they're trying to make it for because they are the same way. They care about the hit. But at the same time, they want to have like a blend. Take risk, but at the same time, blend. You know what also tells me too? When you go to their comfort zone, right? And they get mad because they hate it. They hate the direction that you're going down. Like I said, you take risks, can't hate it, right? When I made tonight, and when I made uh, seasonal love, that right there was experiment, and nigga, I am never wrong. And when I came with my conclusion. It's niggas only, it's not just, oh, the boom bappy sound, oh, niggas just want, no, it's not, it's not just about, you know, this. it's about, hey man, we liked you rapping like this, throwing on beats like this, talking about shit, because they'll talk about your themes next, but mostly, we like you rapping on beats like this, we want you flowing like this, anything that is not, you know, resembles that. We're gonna call it awkward, weird, and tell you to go back and redo it because we believe that this could be a hit. If fans stop caring about artists making hits, if independent radio stations stop caring about artists making hits, then hip hop will be at a fucking very great place. I said this shit, I said this shit on an Instagram post. And I'm saying this shit now. Because y'all caring way too much about hits. Way too much about hits for an underground rapper. It's not hard to make a fucking hit, my nigga. We listen to the radio every day. We know, like, every day since the beginning of our lives. We know what a hit sounds like. Because always repeated on the radio. We know what it is. And how many times have artists made hits and labels were wrong? Telling you, oh, this shit ain't gonna sell. This shit is gonna break. Like remember Shaggy? When he came out with Hot Shot, when he came out with um that album, uh what's that album called? Yeah, Hot Shot. Remember how labels treated him? Treated him like shit. Racist too. He should go back to Jamaica and, and perform in a coca line. Right? That's what they said about about Shaggy. He should go, he should go back to Jamaica. And and while he, and keep in mind, the album is not selling, the album is breaking in one place. And thanks to Napster, somebody in the, in the islands picked up the song, picked up the album early, and they played the song, It Wasn't Me. And that song 
became a hit. Shaggy's third hit. If you talk about, you know, Old Carolina and Boom Basti, he kept on making hits. You know what I mean? That, like, of course, Angel and shit like that. And after that, he kept on making, you know, Sexy Lady and, you know, a bunch of other songs. You know, Shaggy was making hits. But to some people who are not in the know, they think, oh, he got it. Boom Backsteaker, or he got this. It wasn't me. Angel was a hit. Yet, like, that whole fucking album has no skips. Hot Shot, best album of, best reggae album of two, one, like, that kick, like, the, the, the rebirth of the, the last of the reggae boom. Now, dance hall music is now Afrobeat. It lost its identity. Which was gonna happen? Cause hip hop also didn't do. It did, but that was the last time. That that was the last time. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just well, it's cold out here, so I'm gonna just do this door. One more time. Where my cat? But I'm just saying, like that was the last time the very last time you know that reggae was reggae and that was the, the reggae boom you had Sean Paul to this day people still think that man's a fucking goddamn rapper we're talking about Sean Paul from Youngblood we're talking about the give me that lie Sean Paul and niggas think that he's a fucking rapper he's not and it's fucking just annoying when people cause nigga dressed like a rapper and we need the fucking rapper alright so But back to what I'm talking about with, um, back to what I'm talking about, you know, creative decisions, even with flows, you know how many fucking dance hall reggae music, reggae songs I've heard where the flows are so interesting. I want to use them, but I'm scared, but I'm, but I'm afraid to because God forbid if I do, why are you rapping like that? That flow is weird. Why are you rapping like that? Go back and redo that flow. Rap coaches, just trust me. This is why I don't send my songs to rap coaches. So I don't. That's why I don't send my songs to TikTokers. This is why I don't. That's why I don't. This is why you don't send your songs to anybody. Because an artist, all they want is the same fucking formula. You do anything different, whether the flow sounds awkward or if the beat sounds weird. They're going to hate it. Oh, because it's different. I'm like, look, you contradict yourself. Because what you're saying to me is, I don't want artists to sound like everybody else, but I don't want you to be so different to the point where it's trash. But then we give you a hybrid where here's a beat that's, that's cool. Here's a different fucking flow that I'm using. Here's a different fucking beat, like beat part, like the part of the beat that's more different since you're not used to that fucking shit. But they always say, I like this kind of shit, but the pianos, bro, the hook was awesome. That's the whole point. Why would I want the hook to sound like a fucking verse? And as a beat, as a producer, now I'm talking, now I'm, now I'm putting on my producer hat. It is very common to not have your fucking beat, like your hook section, 
to sound like your motherfucking verse. You have to take them instruments out. I left the fucking bass for my fucking vocals to fucking be heard. If everything was going together like that, it was mostly like, how are you going to hear my vocals? How are you going to resonate with the fuck I'm saying? And see, niggas don't want you to take risks. That's why I'm getting about fans. Stop telling artists to take risks if you as a listener don't want to take risk. And then our wait to like years later to understand it. This is why it's going to always be this friction between fan and artist. Because fans nowadays, because back then fans trust the artist, the artist's decisions, period. Unless your ass ain't Tyler like Tyler, every time people trust his decisions because every artistic decision he makes, he was a fucking Grammy. So fans don't have to worry about what Tyler does because every time Tyler does anything, he's going to win a Grammy. He's going to be fine. We were underground rapper. They want to put you in this fucking common ass, bland ass box because they don't trust you doing anything outside of that because they're afraid either the last time you did it, it didn't work or within when you, so therefore line there's they're scared so when you do something outside of your comfort zone rather it be this better be like a hybrid of what they normally like and what you do rather be the beat like oh man like you should add more of this you should add more of that i'm fine with that. i don't care this is my decision i felt like i didn't need to add nothing else but see, that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's going to always be that friction between fan and artist. But that could be fixed simply with fans just liking the this vibe, just accept the music for what it is. Why change it? That artist spent time in that studio to create this shit for himself. And, here's the, and then keep in mind, people fuck with it. Music is objective. But the ones who try to tell you to pretty much change your decision that you made to appease, to make it easy for them to listen to, no, no. That's what labels do. That's what a label tells you when you send a song to a fuck and you send a song to them and they hit you back saying, eh, eh, turn that, no, 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 change that. They're doing what labels do. Like remember when Tupac made Brenda got a baby, and the fans and the and the labels told him to, to, to hey, I don't want that song. That song is too sad. And Pac was like, nah, man, this is an important song. You see what I'm saying? Now you got fans doing that, and they 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 saying the same shit. Hey, change this song. This song this song this song is hey, bro, don't make songs like this, bro. And they always say, I know it's your creative decision, but bro, I believe you can be big, you can be, you can be the next Cole, you know, put that back in your fucking back to convince you to go against your creative decision, like what a label does, you know, unless, you know, but to me, I don't feel that this song, who's this marketing to? You even got dupe, you got fans saying this shit. Who is this song marketing to? Who's just marketing to? Now, as an artist, you got to fucking sit here. And what, remember how back in the days, like I told you, N.W.A., when they was making their music, they didn't care about, huh, who am I marketing this fuck the police song to? No, 
they just felt like I'm going to make music coming from a place of where I'm coming from. I'm going to speak my mind on this fucking track. And I don't give a fuck. Rapping when rappers ain't rapping to the I don't give a fuck attitude when it came on the rap, bro. Even with fans. You say you don't give a fuck, fans love it. Nowadays, fans are thinking like the labels. Now we have to sit here and be like, oh, I wonder who I'm going to carry this shit to. I got a song that I just put out called uh, um, When Shit Gets Thick. Boom, bappy, motherfucking lyrical, spiritual shit. We already know what the fuck that's catered to. Unfortunately, you're gonna have these motherfuckers talking about, it's too lyrical, spiritual for me. I like when you make fucking, I like when you make his trust me. It's always gonna be a regular in that motherfucking chat room that knows you now. Now they know your sound. Now it's not too per- unpredictable. Fans are weird. I thought y'all went unpredictability, but they pick and choose what artists that should do that. Unfortunately, that's not me. Notice when I do something that's unpredictable, it's, hmm, I, I I don't know, man. Like, they really want me to be that guy that keeps making the same shit over and over and over and over and over. And we try to, you know, step outside the box. It's always, bro, this could have been a hit. You could have been a bona fide hit maker. But like I told you, back to the Shaggy example, that people was not liking Shaggy album. Labels called that shit garbage. But as soon as that shit didn't brick, as soon as that album started blowing up slowly, labels want to try to fucking take take credit. Oh yeah, we did that. No the fuck you didn't. Nowadays, if a song goes goes hot and fans don't like it, I still don't like the shit. Won a thousand Grammys. I don't care they won a thousand Grammys. The shit still is. Uh, those awards, those awards are, I mean, I don't care about awards like that, but when motherfuckers tell me something don't work and I get awards for it, that's when I'm gonna sit there and say, well, these awards are speaking louder than your fucking goddamn opinion. I'm just saying. Just saying. Like, to me, that shit gets fucking, that shit is just annoying to me, bro. Like, it shouldn't be like that. When we sit in that studio... Whether we alone, we make our own beats. We come through with a decision, an artistic decision. Even how you mix your vocals, like I told you about the homeboy, the homie, um, Moist, that's his name, Kevin. This nigga raps and has a sound that's similar to Rock Marciano. He always goes, oh, does that shit? That's his style. But it's funny, you got a fucking white rapper doing that shit, going like every rapper in the game is doing that shit. You got Nicki Minaj, like Drake, all these rappers doing that shit. But when the homie does it, it's weird. Anytime when an artist do anything that's different, y'all call the shit ass, period. It doesn't matter. So it's like, especially with something as simple as what I just did, where I didn't add the pianos in the fucking goddamn verses. I just kept it with the bass line only at the piano at the, like near when the breakdown right near where the verse starts. I don't know why fans do this shit. And if that becomes a trend, what you gonna do then? Because I love how, and I say shit with so much sarcasm, 
how fans or how people look at something that's different and say I was not going to fucking break, it's not going to work, it's going to break, and every and it blows up and everyone copies. Like, look at um, albums like uh, um, Rebirth by Lil Wayne, or Edelweiss and Heartbreak by fucking um, Kanye. Everyone hated them albums, but yet inspired, but yet them same albums inspired this whole generation. You see what I'm saying? And let's not forget, if Kamatel didn't fucking die, he would have fucking went that fucking route too. He was the first to do it. But underground, so you wouldn't even know. This was like a year before, you know, Rebirth. Kamatel was the first to do that shit. Let's not forget that. And even if he was still alive today, do you think the underground fans would fucking like that this dude went from being rap to rock? Not really. Because there's always that conflict of fans, what they want from you is what they normally hear from you, or what you want, and which I fucking hate. Because you're going to bitch about an artist not growing anyway. I don't understand why fans do that shit. Like, what's the point? You're going to eventually, if the artists keep giving you the same shit, you're going to get tired of it. You can fucking disguise it as, oh, but you just picked, you got different producers that picked the same sound. That's what makes it unique. No. It doesn't. It's the same vibe. It doesn't. I described to you what my beat selection is like. Because, hell, I'm the one producing. I'm the one. I'm just getting compositions. I'm the one adding the drums to the motherfucker. I just got an ear for what I like, and I do it. But when I want to do something that's risky, and that what artist does... And if I got, and I got some samples that are very risky. What's these? But I, but hell, I make, I look for the most riskiest motherfucking goddamn samples and make songs to them. Most of these motherfuckers, you know what the fuck they do? They look through these little, these, they look through these little sample packs. They try to look for the most, the songs that sound like hits. And they just take those. They'll have like a sample pack with like 14 samples. And they'll just pick the ones that can make hits. The obvious ones. I'm like, come on, bro. That's lazy. Even on Splice, all these fucking goddamn samples, you only picking the ones that sound like some fucking like. Like, fuck out of here. As for me, I just pick what I like. And, and of course, if you like it, someone likes it. It's, it's obvious. But when you got motherfuckers that put that little industry shit and try to tell you that you shouldn't fucking do that... Because they're so, because we don't, we don't like when you take risk as an artist. Are they really a, are they really a fucking fan? I question you as a fan if you don't let your favorite artist or any artist take risk. Because you're going to, because, and I know they're going to try to say, oh, well, because I like when artists, because I don't want, it's like, shut up. Y'all niggas just don't want artists to fucking take risk because you don't want them to fucking put out something that you're not going to fucking like and you put them in this high pedestal you don't want them to lower down their quality for you because you don't want to feel embarrassing to their fucking ass so you care more about how you look and how the artist feels when they make music hmm. interesting